Episode 5, can't even believe it, it's coming quick, of the Futures Proof Podcast. As always guys, I appreciate you listening to this podcast, so let's go ahead and get started. So the first topic of today's podcast that I wanted to go over was backup plans for your trading for some of these unforeseen circumstances. So let's talk about power outages and internet outages. Uh, So in terms of power outages, I have actually had this happen on numerous occasions as well as internet outages um, while I am in positions, which is not a uh, very pleasant experience if you do not have a plan for how you're gonna deal with that. So after my first power outage uh, that happened when I was in a trade, I decided to go ahead and go on Amazon and grab myself a battery backup. So I grabbed one for my computer and I wanted to get one that at least had about 30 minutes to an hour's worth of time that I would be able to run on battery backup because I noticed that, you know, if you get one that's too small, what's going to end up happening is, um, you may find that you're like, oh man, I wish I could have been able to stay in this trade for, you know, another five or 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes where you might not be able to if your battery backup is too small and it fails and it can only last for about five minutes or so. Because a lot of what the battery backups are for is just making sure that you can safely shut down your computer before the power fails uh, in order to try and not lose any data. So I would recommend if you do decide to get a battery backup that you're going to get one that has uh, a little extra time that you think you're going to need on there just in case you are in one of those trades that you want to wait uh, and be able to hang on just a little bit longer than you you think you're going to need. The other thing too is if you are like me, my internet box um, or modem is in a different location than my primary computer where I have the battery backup. So one of the things that I had to do was uh, you've got to kind of decide, do you want to put the battery backup um, on your computer and can you get the modem close enough so that you can use both of those off the same backup? Or do you need to try and grab another battery backup in order to have one for the internet and for your PC? So I actually ended up grabbing a different one for my internet so that in hopes that if my PC does go down for some reason, I have another backup with my internet, which may be able to last quite quite a bit longer than my PC in case I do need to be on my uh, my phone or something, trying to phone or laptop in order to manage any open positions. So along with that, if you don't have a, uh, a battery backup for your computer, at least try and have one for the internet in case you've got you know a laptop or an iPad or your phone, uh, some other way that you can manage the trade. So with that said, you, uh, You've got some different options in case the internet does happen to go out. Let's see the the battery uh, the battery backup on the internet for some reason fails, 
and you need to have another game plan for that. So if that does happen to fail, then you do have the option of using potentially the hotspot from your mobile phone, which you then can um, have your computer connect to it if there is still power to the computer, of course. Um, and that way you can still manage the trade. And the same way uh, with that, you've got uh, the potential option, if you're lucky enough, maybe if it's just your internet, maybe you could hop on your neighbor's Wi-Fi or either if you are with a uh, company such as like Xfinity, who I'm with, they actually have another uh, Wi-Fi kind of hotspot, which allows any person who is on the Xfinity network to hop on uh, someone else's modem and utilize their Wi-Fi uh, signal, even though you're not in their house, of course. So let's just say if I had an, an issue that my internet was not working, I couldn't for some reason get my hotspot to work, uh, I could literally probably just go outside as long as there wasn't like a huge outage or something in my total area, if it was just me for some reason, I could go outside to one of my neighbors who I know also use Xfinity and then be able to directly connect either my laptop or my phone to their um, their Wi-Fi and then try and be able to manage the trade. So that kind of gives me at least three different options. So I think you should look into that if you are um, if you have that available in your area. And the other option I guess you could do is is uh, trying to get a secondary connection. And and you don't have to get anything that's major. You could just get something that is, um, you know, just a slight, maybe like a DSL connection if you want to spend a couple bucks a month. Not something that's super fast. It's just primarily as a secondary safety measure of, uh, you know, having that available to close any positions or, or do whatever you need to do. But I think for most people, what they're going to find is the hotspot and, you know, being able to potentially jump on somebody else's Wi-Fi and, and if they are on a different network than your uh, your own internet service provider, that could help help out too in case it is a major outage with um, with your service provider. And the other thing is uh, making sure you have your broker's phone number available is always a uh, a good thing to have handy, as well as knowing if your broker does have live chat, like with with Amp Futures. You can go on uh, to their website and uh, jump on their live chat and be like, hey, I'm, I'm in a trade. I need you guys to close it or, or do whatever you need to do, uh, as well as being able to call them and, and also explain the situation and, and have them on, uh, at least in your phone book and your, or your contacts in your phone ready to go, just because you never know. Um, and the other thing is, you know, as I mentioned before, using your, your phone or your laptop or, or whatever it is, making sure that your platform, um, or at least that you potentially have a platform that allows you to execute either on the phone or tablet. Because let's say, for example, you were using Sierra Chart or NinjaTrader or, you know, one of the platforms that doesn't have web or mobile-based trading, um, that could offer uh, or be a problem for you if... You know, if you're not, if you don't have the ability to 
get out of the trade because you can't, you know, you can't open NinjaTrader on your phone. So I guess the, uh, the other thing that you could think of along with that, if you wanted to really kind of be a little bit safer is um, having another option with using a, uh, you know, a virtual machine that is, you know, online hosted by another data center or something that, that has windows on it that, that you can remotely connect to that would give you, you know, a little bit more peace of mind. But all of these, you know, uh, those little costs and stuff add up. Cause let's say if you, if you are doing that with the extra connection, that might be, let's say if it's 20 bucks a month and then you've got another 20 bucks a month that you're paying for the, uh, the private remote access server to another windows machine, you know, that, you know, it's an extra 40 bucks a month, which if you're trying to save money, that can get a little pricey. So that, that could just be more of a, uh, a backup once you feel like you're, you're doing well and you really just want to have that extra security. So let's go ahead and move on and, uh, start really talking about the, the second bigger thing here, uh, second topic, which is dealing with trading losses. So this is a, uh, a very hard one for me for more than one reason. And it's not only because it's so emotionally taxing when you lose, but it can, it also seems like it takes a physical toll on you as well that, uh, you know, you, you just start feeling things that, that are not, uh, not in the realm of your, of your normal life. And you start, you know, thinking negatively and you've got to really try and turn that around because you know most of most of our losses and at least my losses come from not following my system and entering in FOMO trades however you know it's like sometimes you just feel as though you're not following your system for whatever reason and you just cannot catch a break and I think that just comes from when you're not following your system, at least for me, I should immediately know if I don't have a signal, that is a complete FOMO trade. There is no getting around it. Because if I don't have a system, or a, sorry, a signal, then I really just do not have, I haven't done the research. So how can I expect that something's gonna work out in my favor without any research? You know, it's, you might as well be flipping a coin at that point. And sometimes it feels like whenever you flip that coin and you're trying to get it to land on heads, it'll land on tails 40 times in a row. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely ridiculous. But that's because you haven't put in the work and research um, of the trades. So you're, you're just going to get caught in the cycle of most likely being wrong. So, you know, you're, you're going to get have issues where you're just getting stopped right before it moves in your favor or you're going to miss your targets by a tick and have that potentially winning trade turning to a losing one. You know, it's the dealing with losses is just a massively large part of trading that to me, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow when you're seeing your your losses rack up and trying to keep your head on straight and not revenge trade to make it back is just such a big thing because to me it always comes back down to time and your time in the market is almost your um, 
really is the work that you have to put in in order to get better and better and better about not FOMOing. Because I feel like at some point you you've done it so many times that eventually you just get tired. Because imagine if you had to live a life that was a million years long and you start out trading day one, you're going to make mistakes and mistakes and mistakes and mistakes. But eventually, maybe, I don't even know, maybe it's a year, a hundred or so after your your million, um, during your million year life that you're going to say, all right, look, I'm, I'm literally sick of losing. What can I do to, you know, do something different? Eventually you're going to move and try something different because either you're going to get bored with losing and being wrong, or, you know, something's going to change in you, in your mind to, um, to really get you out of, of doing what you you know you shouldn't be doing. And, I, and again, I think a lot of that comes back down to time. But, you know, from all of my struggles, though, and what I think will, will always, uh, what I will always believe is that, you know, the hard work of building something that fits your style will help with this tremendously. So what I mean by this is if, if you want to trade multiple times throughout the day, you need to work extremely hard to find these unique edges that will give you a chance to make your money back in a safe way. So for example, if I had a strategy that often had, let's say five setups a day, and I lost my first two, then I wouldn't be as concerned about a FOMO trade because you know, statistically on average, if I had five, I, I would know I had another valid trade likely on the way. So I'm not gonna try and, or at least psychologically, I think it affects you because you, you don't feel like you're gonna make um, a FOMO trade if, if you know you've got something else potentially pretty good likely on the way. Um, however, for many, this is really not the case. And you know, their one setup of the day, maybe their only setup of the day, and they, they feel like they can't have a red day and really live with it. So everyone psychologically seems to be programmed that if they failed, you know, if they failed that day as a, as a trader in their mind, um, you know, if it didn't work out, they, they need to really kind of realize that sometimes it's, it's simply just like the transactional cost of doing business in the markets. So the question is like, how can you feel okay about taking the loss and leaving for the day? How can you sleep knowing it's part of the business of trading? You know, it's most of this comes from the time again spent in the markets and just coming to the realization that the markets are not going anywhere and it will be there tomorrow, but you have to follow your playbook in order to set yourself up for success. You know, revenge trading, which uh, you will probably soon enough learn if you haven't already, is it just always leads to taking multiple steps backwards from any of your forward progress. Like you're, you're taking one step forward and then you're taking three steps back. And there's really no other way 
uh, to get around this when you're revenge trading. Because if you do end up having to uh, revenge trade and you end up having a winner off of it, just like I've said in previous podcasts, it ends up teaching you very bad habits. And those bad habits of entering a trade with no systematic edge will always in the end come back and bite you because again if you're it's just like flipping a coin you need to have the statistical edge in order to play this game there is no way to beat around the bush with this you absolutely have to do this and absolutely have to do this to do it consistently yeah you could revenge trade every once in a while and get it right but consistently it's not gonna happen So you really need to stay on top of sticking with your system, making sure that you're only following the system. And again, any like trying any of those tricks that I was mentioning before, like even something as simple as tying a little string around your finger, something that's different than what you've done the day before. Um, You know, writing those post-it notes all over your screen saying, don't FOMO, writing it on your, your chart. You know, maybe maybe what you do is like for me at some point when I was having an issue quite a bit with it before was that I bought a Chromecast in order to cast my screen to my other TVs so that I would basically sit, basically stand out in my kitchen and I would cast my screen to the TV in there and simply stand there and watch it all day and not even go into the office where I could potentially take a trade unless I saw it, a signal pop up on the screen in there. That way it's like, I wasn't even putting myself in a position to potentially FOMO. So, you know, at some point you're gonna think, well, well, what if you needed to execute the trade, you know, right then? Well, my system in particular wasn't, you know, it wasn't where I needed to be right there that second. Like I could, I could spend, you know, 15 seconds walking back to the office and not have to worry about missing too much of the move. So those are some different things that you can definitely try and do. And I, I actually highly recommend the, uh, the little Chromecast idea or some other way if you are having a lot of trouble um, with FOMO trades that that, that does seem to, uh, to help me. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of other ways, even uh, as much as like closing your your trading platform until a trade happens or, you know, having different tabs in front of your, your trading. Uh, if you are trading on, you know, web-based platform, for example, just not even having your platform up where you can potentially make that mistake unless you see a signal or also, you know, coding in specific alerts or notifications Uh, for your signals when they pop up that maybe you can even have your trading chart minimized until you see or hear an alert pop up you know any any of those little little tiny things can really help uh, with that Uh, but again at some point it's like you we as traders we want to be able to do it the way we want to do it like I want to be able to sit in my office every day and be able to have my trading platform up and have the ability and the, um, you know, the thought process and everything 
and mindset that, that I'm not going to FOMO. But it is extremely difficult sometimes when either the market's just, uh, you know, kind of sitting there not doing much or you feel like that you just need to make the money that day or, you know, there could be a million different reasons like, hey, I, we're trying to take a vacation. Let me just try and um, grab an extra, you know, 100 bucks here or there. And sometimes those 100 bucks can can be devastatingly painful if you don't have a signal and you just try and you know randomly enter and and take that huge loss so you've got to mentally kind of just get in that mindset that you know sometimes you are going to have losses and and it does take a lot of mental um I want to say like will or determination to be able to, you know, step back for a little bit and just say, look, all right, we took the trade, whether it was a system trade or a a FOMO trade, um, it didn't go as planned. How can I be better next time? What steps can I go through that are systematic that I can I could make sure I don't do that again. Or if I do have another loss that I'm not taking a bigger loss than I need to, or, you know, just, there's so many little things. So definitely try and try and think about like, again, maybe you can do something like the Chromecast or, or having your trading charts closed until there actually is a trade, something like that that would really help. And, and the only reason I say the trading charts closed uh, or minimized until there's a trade is, you know, sometimes just even looking at the chart, it's going to put ideas in your head of, you know, well, I think I can make money here. But if you just don't have that edge, it's going to be a problem. So I think that's pretty much all I had for this episode. I, again, appreciate everyone watching and listening. So hope you guys are having an amazing weekend. I know we've got some UFC fights coming on shortly, which I definitely want to catch. But, uh, yeah, again, hope you guys are are doing well and, and working hard and trying to figure out better systematic ways to improve your trading and in order to get in the mindset that taking losses are okay and you know just trying to figure out ways to get the bag so i will catch you guys for the next episode thanks for listening